Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Believe You Are a Good Mom. And I have another exciting interview for you today. So before we get to that, I'm going to tell you a little story. Okay, because I had an epiphany yesterday. So maybe this isn't a story. This is just a thought. Okay. So I was thinking about my home, my physical house, right? We just moved here a year ago. And my husband came to this open house. We were not planning on moving, but his cousin insisted that he just come to the open house of a neighbor who had moved in her neighborhood. Okay. So he comes to the open house and then he calls me. Okay. This is a story, I guess. I'm telling the whole story that goes with the epiphany. So he calls me and he's like, oh, Brigham Young has staked. The, this is the place we are. This is our house. We're moving in here. And I'm like, uh, do I get any say in the matter? He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick you up and come show it to you. I'm like, okay. I uh, had zero desire to move at this point. Right. So we pull up to the house and the outside of the house, I'm like, oh uh, yeah, this just looks like an old house. You know, I was not that uh, impressed. I went inside and I was like, oh, it's like been updated in here. It's not that old. <laughs> like the inside didn't look as old as the, as the outside, right? Um, still, so he moved into this house. He was right. Like I walked in and I was sold too. I was like, oh yeah, this is our house. It just has always felt like our home, right? But every time I drive up to it, I'm like, Ugh. At, at best, I'm like meh about the outside. <laughs> And I actually am more like about the outside. Like I'm really not having how it looks on the outside. And so, of course, my husband is like, yeah, yeah, we'll do a whole remodel of the outside. I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. <laughs> like we don't need to like do a whole overhaul of the outside for me to like it. Just maybe like a little paint job, <laughs> maybe some socially acceptable, almost purple color. <laughs> at least for the shutters or something, the door. Anyway, um, that's how I feel about the outside of my house, right? The inside, I work a lot on it. Okay. So like I put up pictures, I decorate it how I want it. It's definitely no internal, uh, I can't even think of what it's called in interior decorator. <laughs> like I am definitely not. Um, but I do, you know, like vacuum and clean it and clean it and clean it, right? Over and over and over doing, you know, the chores of a mom with five kids, right? Doing dishes all the time, doing laundry all the time, all the work, right? I do a lot of work on the inside of my house. The outside, on the other hand, sorry, neighbors. <laughs> I have a lot of neighbors who do a lot of work on the outside of their homes and they look absolutely beautiful. And I love walking around my neighborhood because it's a really pretty neighborhood where people take a lot of care about the outside of their home. And I don't <laughs> because like I mentioned, <laughs> I have five kids and a lot of work to do inside. I am not making it outside to be pulling weeds, planting flowers, taking care of flowers, watering things like it doesn't happen. Uh, we pay the kid across the street to mow it. That's about the bare minimum maintenance we do. Right. So all this to say outside of my home, I take no care really of and the inside I do. Right. I work on the inside. I try to keep it clean enough. Right. Yesterday, my epiphany was that I do the same thing to my physical body. <laughs> Like in general, I do not, hold on, let me just make sure we're recording. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't care that much about that outside. I don't care that much about style. You may have noticed if you watch these videos, I'm usually in a black shirt and maybe it's the black polka dot shirt if I'm feeling very stylish today. And um, sometimes I put on makeup because I know this is going to be a video. I did just now, literally like 30 seconds before I hit record through some on. Um, and basically just like the front of my house, all I want to do is just kind of paint 
the door purple and call it good. <laughs> so my hair is purple. That's the extent of my maintenance, right? There's very minimal maintenance on the outside, but I work a lot on the inside. I think about my brain. I think about my thoughts. I think about my feelings. I process feelings. I do a lot of internal work on myself all the time. So all of a sudden I had like this aha yesterday <laughs> um, that the way I think about my house is similar to the way I think about my body and how I take care of it. So um, maybe I'll have enough bandwidth someday to take care of the outside of my house. But this is all leading up to my interview with my friend Sherry Brazier because she is a style coach, people. <laughs> And why we are friends, I mean, besides the style thing, it makes sense. Like we're really kind of the same person incarcerated. <laughs> like there's a lot of things we have in common, but the style thing is something we have like polar opposite, not in common. Okay. And I always laugh because I just feel like I'm like the least stylist person ever. And she's like the most, and she's so kind <laughs> to be my friend. <laughs> anyway, she, and she doesn't ever make me feel any sort of way. Like my thoughts when I'm around her, not that like, she's better than me or, oh, she's so stylish. And there's something wrong with me. Like, that's why we can be friends is because I'm not thinking anything like that. I don't know what she's thinking. <laughs> oh, cute. Emily. What is she wearing? <laughs> something like that. Probably. Anyway, she is a style coach. So she's a life coach that incorporates style. And this is fascinating to me. So I listened to her podcast. I listened to some of her free content. I've never paid her to help me with my style. Because <laughs> maybe someday I'll care about doing the outside work on my house. Do you? Maybe I'll care about doing the outside work on me. But I still want to have her on here to introduce her to you in case you are interested in style. I know that there's even a thing called a style coach, which she's an incredible one. And so if you care about style and you want to look into that, look her up for sure. And I just want to talk all things life coaching style, believe you're a good mom with my good friend, Sherry Brazier. So I'll let her introduce you for real, but that's my crazy long introduction that has hardly anything to do with the topic, but that's how we roll around here. So Sherry Brazier. Let's do this thing. Okay, so Sherry Brazier is a style coach, and I hit pause between that intro, and I just had a whole conversation with her. She coached my face off, literally, because she made me cry, and all my mascara ran all over my face. So <laughs> here we are. We both had a nice cry, and now we're going to talk about how to believe that you are a good mom. So if this is your first episode and you don't know how to believe that you are a good mom, this is what you do. You make a big long list of all the expectations of yourself that qualify you as a good mom and you throw it away. You drop the war on that list, okay? Because you are a good mom, no matter what is on that list, no matter whether you are doing the things on that list, you are not doing the things on that list, you are a good mom, you just are. So the reason why this matters is because every little thing on that list, your brain tells you, you should be doing this. You should not be yelling at your kids. You should be feeding your kids more vegetables. All day long, the list is talking to you with the shoulds and shouldn'ts and supposed tos. And the only way to have peace in your parenting and to drop the war is to drop the list. Okay, so I have my brain still telling me that I should have style. I should wear a bra. I should put on makeup. And so Sherry and I just had an hour-long conversation about this. <laughs> and she's going to explain, however, whatever she's going to say, about why I shouldn't. <laughs> like, I don't need to if I don't want to. Right, Sherry? Is that a good summary? Yes. 
Okay. So sure. tell us all about yeah, yourself, you introduce yourself, talk about style coaching and whatever else. It's all you. Okay. Hello, Emily Wardrop's uh, customers or um, audience, I guess is the right there word, right? Uh-huh. My name is Sherry Brazier and I am a life and style coach. And I have also been a hairstylist for the last 26 years. So I am very uh, versed in women's style, meaning hair and clothes and all the things. And I've, I have um, been in contact with and helped lots and lots of women, thousands of women at this point. And I've seen a few things come up um, time and time again. And that is what Emily is so good at, which is the list of expectations that we have for ourselves. And we should be in some kind of a box that everyone should should be, you know, looking like or, you know, their hair should be or their clothes should be a certain way or a certain style. And um, it's just not true. We each have our own individualized style. We each have our own individual lives that we are living and we want our style to be reflective of who we are and that can change over time and if you have an idea of what your style is then your style can change with you as your life changes and as your seasons change and I'm a mom of four boys they are all in school now they range from 21 to 12 and I had different seasons of my life where my style was different and so I love what Emily is um, doing on her podcast and in her coaching because I think that it there's not enough people in the world telling us that it's okay to be where we are and it's okay for us to not be where everyone else thinks we should be and that maybe we even think we should be because of the season that we're in so I work with women in the season that they're in and I ask them lots of questions to figure out what kind of style they like in the season that they're in so that they feel authentically themselves in the season that they're in. Awesome. So fun. Thanks, Sherry. So Sherry has helped me a lot just understanding that there's not one way to be in style, that everyone has their own style. And so I am like, oh no, I'm going to like, need a shirt for a family photo shoot. I better find like a stylish shirt. I'm like, no, like I'm going to go and pick a shirt that I like. Therefore that is my style. I like it. So it's my style. That's all there is to it. You just Mm -hmm. have to look at my collection of earrings and know what my style is. Cause those are the ones I picked because those are the ones I like. That's my style. There's not like a box, like you said, that we need to fit in. And I feel like that's the same with parenting. There are, and people like to even uh, like classify things, sorry. And, um, put things in boxes. Right. So even with parenting, there's like styles of parenting and it's like, yes. are you an authoritarian? Are you authoritative? Are you authoritative? There's like 15, like the same word. <laughs> and it like means, mm-hmm. Oh, you're too <clears throat> passive. You're too authoritative. Like all the, I'm just like, what, <laughs> who cares about any of that? develop your own personal style of parenting. And it's not going to be how your parents raised you or how your in-laws raised your husband or how your neighbor is doing it or how your sister is doing it. It's you have permission to do it however you want to do it. And yes, you have a husband that gets some say, but really like 
you are the mother here. He's the father and he has his own relationship with the kids and you have your relationship with the kids and just let him be him. And you figure out what you want to do for you and yours and what works for you. And it doesn't have to look like what the neighbor's doing or how. Yeah. Yes. And I agree with that a hundred percent. Um, when I had little, little kids at home, I was not sure how to be a mom and which I'm sure a lot of us feel like we don't know what we're doing. And so I was looking for ideas. I was looking for, for people to show me what I was supposed to do. Right. I think we can all relate to that. And I realized over time that some of the things that I found worked for me, they, they resonated with me. They felt good to me. They worked whatever it was, you know, discipline thing I tried because somebody said that it was going to work it actually did work and I liked it and it felt good and it accomplished what I wanted it to accomplish and then the other things I've tried didn't they that didn't work and my kids didn't respond to that and I didn't feel good doing those things like that didn't work for my personality for my parenting style and so when we're talking about fashion and style and clothes and you know, all of the things that go around that you do, you can do the same exact thing. You take little pieces of what you're seeing out in the world and what's being offered to you. And you decide what feels good to you, what resonates with you. And maybe the, the girl that is wearing stilettos every day, whether she's in joggers or a, a mini skirt, she's constantly in heels. Like maybe that's not your thing. That's okay. But maybe you have another style icon that you follow or that you see and you're like, you know what? She always looks so cute in jeans. She's always wearing jeans. I really like jeans. I need to find a pair of jeans that fit me so that I can wear jeans a lot because I really like the look of jeans. Okay, great. Let's find a great pair of jeans for you that you can feel comfortable in and wear every day if you want. Like that's that's something that is your style. You're going to pass on the stilettos and you're going to invite the gene conversation in, and we're going to talk about genes. So I think that it's, it's good to have ideas out there for us, but we don't have to take everything that we see and the, the shooting ourselves and, Oh, well, I should look like that, or I should look like that. Or, you know, um, that's when we get into trouble with parenting and that's when we get into trouble with styles as well. Yeah. And I feel like it maybe seems a little bit more obvious with heels. It's like, well, obviously I'm not going to wear heels all the time, but like you said, it applies to parenting too. We listen to the parenting podcast that say we're supposed to do it a certain way. And then we think that that's like the law. (laughs) And then if we don't do it that way, that we're a bad mom or that we're doing it wrong or that, you know, and we make it a moral issue and it's like a bedtime. It's a, it's Mm -hmm. a real suggestion. Like it's not, Mm -hmm not a commandment it's not the law it's Mm -hmm. just they're trying to be helpful and we take it and make it mean a bunch of crap about ourselves that part's the not necessary part so Mm -hmm. um I I have podcasts that I love to listen to parenting podcasts and sometimes I'm like I can't I can't right now (laughs) and I don't listen to them Mm -hmm. because I just can't manage my mind around like oh that's a nice idea that doesn't work for me (laughs) instead I'm like oh no I have to do it this way and I'm not doing this way and there's something wrong with me like that is what we're trying to avoid yeah Yeah. and so um 
Sherry literally just told me that I can stop listening to her podcast <laughs> because I make it mean that like, I don't have style. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm supposed to like put on makeup and a bra every day. And if it doesn't mean that, like, and what she said was, if it's not resonating with you, you're not my client. And I'm like, I know I'm not your client. <laughs> That's why I've never paid you money to help me with my style because I, I don't care about style, but we do that with parenting. We listen to these podcasts and we make whoever that wrote a book be the expert on our parenting. And like, yeah, they wrote a book that worked for them. That doesn't mean that that's what we have to do. So feel free to unsubscribe to anything that you can't manage your mind around. Yep. It's, it's so true. And they subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I did, I did tell Emily that if there, if the things that, that are, on my podcast about style that you don't really care about. You don't have the capacity to think about. It's just not your season to worry about, you know, cuts of jeans and how to wear a blazer and what's new on the runway and what's hot this season. Like, you know, if that's not the, the, the season of life that you're in, then you, you don't have to listen to my podcast. You don't have to listen to those things. Now, if you like, um, some of the things that are on, on someone's podcast or in someone's book and you end up listening to the whole book. Like for instance, I have lots of audible books and I will listen to a book until I've gotten what I feel like I need out of it. And then I don't listen to the rest of the book because I've gotten what I need. And I've talked to a lot of people about not finishing the book and they're like, wait, you didn't finish what I, you mean you just have a bunch of unfinished books in your audible library I'm like yeah I, I have a lot of unfinished wow. books in my audible library because I got what I needed and then I I put it off to the side I don't I don't need to make myself finish a book to say that I got the value out of it I got what I needed and now I'm gonna move on and I think that that's that's the same with any information that yeah. comes to you if we can have a lens of I'm going to take what serves me and leave what doesn't and be okay with leaving the part that doesn't work then we're going to be much happier and I feel like we're going to grow a lot faster because we don't have the drama of I should be you just take what works for you and then you leave what doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all very um, easier said than done, I feel like. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I. so basically I'm telling you, look at your expectations as a mom, decide which ones are that important to you and drop all the rest. Like that sounds so simple. Uh -huh. But I'm telling you, like Sherry has coached me on the same thing <laughs> for a long time about all my brain drama about makeup and a bra. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, we just dug into areas that are like deeper and deeper still. And so that is what a coach can do for you is you think that it's just about feeding your kids or bedtime drama or whatever. But really, when we get into coaching, we really get into your childhood wounds that are triggering you and why that's, you know, why that's even a problem for you and what you're making it mean and why and all those things that you really just can't even do on your own. Like there's a reason why coaching is really becoming a booming industry. Cause we've got this figured out how to, I mean, obviously coaches even need coaches to take a look into their own brain and, um, and it's awesome. And I love it. 
And I would love to help anybody with their mom drama and have Sherry help you with your style drama. And so tell us how we can uh, get more from you, Sherry. Well, you can go to my website at sherrybrazier.com. Um, my name is spelled S-H-E-R-I, B as in boy, R-A-S-I-E-R.com. And go to the work with me tab and you can read all about my style mastery course that I have. It's an eight week course and we get coaching just like um, Emily was talking about around our brains and the stories that we have about style and either the style that we want or the style that we don't have that we wish we had or the style that we have that we don't. Um, and then also, we also talk about what kind of jeans uh -huh. do I need for this body and what is my style and how do I know what my style is and where do I find it? Once I figure out what I like, where do I find those things in the store? So we do lots of tactical clothing stuff as well as coaching around the stories that we have about what we think that we should be doing or not doing. Yeah. And the stories that we have of childhood, a lot of women have mom stuff going on where their mom told them they had to do certain things or wear certain things or look a certain way or, you know, to be accepted in the family, to be accepted as a daughter. And there's a lot of that baggage that is there. Um, and it might sound like it's, it's uncomfortable and hard to go into mommy issues, but you really don't have to go into mommy issues if you don't want to. You just, it's a lot easier when you say, oh, that's just an issue that I had when I was a child. And you can just leave it in their childhood and not go into the past yeah. and just live for today and into the future. Yeah. Awesome. Because even when I say healing childhood wounds, like that's what psychologists, psychiatrists will do with you. That's not really what a coach does. And so I love that example right there where you're like, oh yeah, that came from my childhood. And what am I going to do about it now moving forward? Mm -hmm. like we don't really need to dig into the old past stuff. Yeah. We don't have to dig into Oh, maybe stories. that came from, and now what do I want to think intentionally? Yeah. Instead? So the other thing I wanted to say lost, I lost it. Okay, you say something while well, I try to remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that came to my mind was we all have experiences that we gain from life and the books and the podcasts and the courses and the, you know, all the things we find online and the, the opinions and whatever are, it, it, it might be helpful to remember that those opinions are based on that person's experiences yeah. and we all have different experiences we all have different children we all have different spouses we all have different dynamics and relationships we all had different childhoods and we are all learning how to have relationships with our kids how to have relationships with our spouses and how to have relationships with ourselves yeah. and all of the information that Emily and I are even talking about today comes from our own experiences and we're offering it to you, hoping that, that there is some um, remnants here that you can say, Oh, I'm not alone. She's handled those things too. She feels that way too. She doesn't want to wear a bra either. You know, we can be sisters in not, not loving wearing bras. There's somebody else that's like me right? We all want to 
feel like we're part of something. So um, the things that you hear out in the world or even on podcasts and whatever, just realize those are those people's experiences and they're sharing, hoping that it, it gives someone else hope and feels like they're connected with someone so that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that you're doing a great job in helping moms with little kids who feel like they're a bad mom, feel like there's someone that understands them, that understands the feelings and the thoughts that they have about motherhood and, and that it's okay that they feel that way, that they have a confidant, they have somebody that they can relate to. Thanks. So what I was going to mention is that, um, although I haven't hired Sherry, <laughs> I do know moms <laughs> that would love to, cause I, I literally mentioned on a Marco Polo with a couple besties of mine about my style coach friend. And they were like, there's such thing as a style coach. What? I need to know about this because they're in the thick of raising kids. They do care. Their body is different. They don't know how to clothe their body anymore. They don't have the time or the energy or the bandwidth to go to the store. What are they even supposed to do with the kids who are screaming in the shopping cart while they're trying something on at Target? Like this is a phase of life where your services can be very useful. I just personally (laughs) have like... Mm -hmm not right now, not the bandwidth that I even care, but like a lot of people do care and they're struggling with it because of this season of life. So I think this Mm -hmm. is great. And I hope, um, that, yeah, that it works out for all of us to get the help areas that we're ready for to work on. Right. Um, lots of my clients find that if this is something that is important to them, that they want to, to be able to understand even before they actually decide that they want to to do it, um, they should come into my program because you can learn lots of things while your kids are napping, while you're driving carpool, while you're um, working in the yard, while you're doing all of the mom things, you can listen to the modules. And then after the kids go to bed, if it's something that you, that you really want to look into and and dig deeper into and understand why, or maybe you have a a special event coming up and you just don't know what to do about it. You don't know what to wear. You don't know what style to even look for. Maybe you've got a wedding coming up. Maybe you've got um, a a special event of some kind that you need to have something for, and you're just not sure how many of, how many of us have these, you know, family pictures like, Oh, I've got to do family pictures. And we hurry and throw the kids in the car and run to Kohl's or Target or whatever. And we just pick up whatever we can find because the kids are screaming in the cart because you waited until three days before because you didn't want to do it because you didn't know what you were going to buy because you didn't know what size you are. Like there's all that drama. And um, I help women on the front end of that. Like we have a photo shoot that we would like to do in the future, maybe in an, maybe in another month what do I need to be thinking about now to be ready for that photo shoot? And it really isn't that hard to start thinking about things now and then to start scheduling a time to go to the store without your kids. There are times that we don't have our kids. We think there isn't, but there is times that we don't have our kids. And there are times that we can schedule to not have our kids if we want to. 
So if there's a time that you need to go to the, to the store to find something that you need to wear for whatever special occasion, then you feel like you have support knowing what you're buying, knowing the style that you're going to go look for, because you've, you've talked about it before to me, I've helped you figure out a plan. Then you schedule your time that you're going to go to the store and you're going to try on all the things and you're going to have me in your pocket and I'm going to help you through that whole experience. It doesn't seem so hard. Yeah. It doesn't seem so treacherous to do. It doesn't seem so overwhelming. It doesn't seem like stabbing needles in your eyeballs quite as much. Yeah. The kids don't want to come with you when you're trying on clothes in uh. the dressing room and you don't want them to come. So schedule some time to not have your kids. Yeah. So that you can go well, and even the way you describe that you would walk into a store and know if they even have the clothes that you're looking for, you know, to just know your own style so well, that just, that just sounds like it would make it a lot easier that <laughs> you don't yeah. have to be at the mercy of whatever's in the store and like trying to find, yeah. you don't even know what your mm-hmm. size is. So your thing is, you're like, I like this shirt. Let me get it in 16 sizes so that I can try them all on in there. And yes, oh, Ross absolutely. only lets me take in eight at a time. Well, I guess I'll try this one shirt because <laughs> I have eight mm-hmm. sizes. Just saying that might've happened yep. twice to me. It, it totally happens. And you get all of those clothes in the dressing room and none of them work. And 100% of the time we end up thinking that we are the problem. Our bodies are the problem. Why those clothes didn't work. I must be the problem. It's because I'm the size I am. It's because I have the shape I have. It's because I don't have the budget. Like the, the, the brain drama is endless. When in reality, it was the clothes that were not right for your body. Right. You weren't wrong. The clothes were wrong because you didn't know what shapes and styles and cuts and fabrics work on your body for various different reasons and so not knowing we just gather up a whole bunch of stuff that we think might work or that we like the color and we take it into the dressing room and put it on our bodies and it's all wrong and then we think we're wrong yeah and so then the experience of shopping is wrong right yeah so when we say i hate shopping (laughs) and then we say i hate shopping and i can never find anything that that works for me and I never go shopping because I can never find anything. And my closet is very slim because there's, because you found like every, it's like a needle in a haystack. Every once in a while you find a winner uh-huh. and you're like, Oh, it was my lucky day. I found something that, that worked today and that'll never happen again. Right. Yeah. Well, I can't believe how many style things relate to parenting things <laughs> that we found today because again, the clothes are wrong, not your body is wrong. So whatever parenting technique is wrong, not that you are wrong as mom, you are a good mom. And that technique did not work for you. That's all. Mm -hmm. It's not that there's something wrong with you that you can't get your kids to bed at a certain time or whatever. So thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. um, Thank you for having me. All right. We'll talk to you next time.